What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Hunting Guide Podcast. This is Skylar, your host, as always, I guess. And uh, just want to say thanks again for all the support that we've been getting. Um, it's awesome. I, I love the emails, the, the messages on Instagram. You, it, it helps keep us going here. So I really appreciate that stuff. And I know you fucking people. We got a lot of people listening. Please go review us on iTunes. <laughs> I need it. So please do that. When you're done with this podcast, go to iTunes and give us a review. Five stars is awesome. Hint, hint. I'm kind of kidding, but no, it'd be great if, if you guys get a chance to, to give us or leave us a review on iTunes. And don't forget, you can get this on SoundCloud too uh, for Android devices. But I'm excited for this one. Remember uh, huntpodcast.com for all our stuff. Follow me on Instagram at huntpodcast. All right, let's jump into this thing. Nothing like a rainstorm at 10,000 feet. Oh. Dude, that one was close. You might be the only man to <laughs> accidentally give a bird a golden shower. <laughs> it was so close that when the bear swatted his paw, it the dirt hit the tent. I will never not do this, dude, ever. Yeah, it's that Trailer Park Boys. Heard of it, still haven't seen it. Oh my gosh. I'll start it over for you. There was Snoop. What are you drinking about half a second? Only eight? Yeah. Um, wow. Well, there's a number of them. Just give me your top three. Oh, I don't know. I just tired of drinking three. Martha Stewart? Reckon she's not my top three. Martha Stewart. You did say that last one. Oh, for sure. Martha Stewart. You're going to watch Mash after you fuck her. Golden Girls. <laughs> what the fuck? D-O-double-G. I'm so very pleased to bring to you another exciting episode of the GGN News Network. Dude, why do you have a big old butt plug right next to your computer screen? This is a yeah, duck call. That looks like a big black penis tip, and you're putting it next to it. Done elk hunting? He's done? Yeah, out in Colorado. And uh, he was tracking a bull. It was in like really thick oak brush. So he had the gun, his gun like in his backpack. And he had his handgun out, 9mm. And he's like just going through it. The bull stands up like 15 yards. Oh shit. Unloaded two clips into it. He said it didn't do nothing. Really? Like the bull died from the other bull shot. Like the other shots, you pull that close. Oh, is it on there? And uh... Yeah, he's like one ant one bullet was lodged in the antler, one bullet was lodged in the spine, but it didn't even do anything. <laughs> so I, I don't know what kind of bullets he had in nine millimeter, but yeah, what obviously the hell? doesn't make you feel good if a bear came after you. Or if elk started home invasion. That's a word by the way. That's true. Home invasioning. Yeah. I feel like if Very you say true. it you can if I say it and you can understand it, it's a word. <laughs> But that's just me. It's a big sack of nuts you got there, sir. You want some? Fuck yeah. They're almonds. I know they are. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. Thank you. 
For some reason, when I saw this, because I was sitting here when you pulled up and I saw this money, I thought of when you and me and Jerry and Enan were at a party <laughs> in Holiday. I think that's where the gnome came from. It is where the gnome came from. <laughs> and that guy was rubbing a $1 bill on his girlfriend. <laughs> I don't know what I said to him, but he you didn't said, like it. You said, I have a five. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't like me for whatever I said. I remember that part. Well, because he was getting pretty far with his one. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're getting that far with a one, I wonder how, how far we could get with a five. <laughs> well, it probably wouldn't have been as bad if he didn't pull the five out. <laughs> I have a five. <laughs> and Jerry was standing in the kiddie pool pissing. Yeah, I know. We were sitting over there walking over, and he was... I didn't realize he was... I mean, I knew he was drinking, but... I walk over there, and, and there's a place we've been peeing for a while. You know, we just walk over to the fence and pee. And I look over there, and one foot's in a fucking kiddie pool, and he's just peeing like nothing's going on. <laughs> I mean, granted, he had a cowboy boot on. He probably didn't feel it, but I thought it was funny as shit. And that kid that didn't even know him. Hey, man. I got a snake, man. He's <laughs> <laughs> in right, this cowboy hat. That was that night. <laughs> Dude, yeah, that's worked. the night where I stole that gnome, though, for sure. That got it from that stupid house up in Sandy or Holiday, wherever it was, up on the hill. Remember, we were making fun of those guys that had bullet holes in their car. Like, they put fucking sticker, bullet hole stickers on their car. We went over there and they weren't stickers. (laughs) (laughs) Someone came over from the west side. Yeah. Then we ended up giving that crazy girl home with that cool shirt, but she went, she was cool the whole night, but as soon as we gave her a ride home, Uh uh-huh. As soon as we gave her a ride home, she started freaking out and bawling. We're like, what? Serious? We're just driving you to your parents' house. Calm down. <laughs> what was so cool about her shirt? This bitchin' Camaro shirt. And uh, she had a nice rack, so... <laughs> gave, it gave you a reason to look at her shirt and not truly feel like a perv. Like, oh, cool car. Yeah, that's a great <laughs> car. It's a great spray. Let me check that out for a second. Hold on, stand still. Yeah. Oh, that was that good night. times. That was a good I night. Five. That gnome went a lot of places. Yep. He, uh... I took him everywhere. He's been... Where has he been? He's been to Costa Rica. He's been to Jamaica. He's been to um, Virgin Islands. Definitely been to Mexico. Serious? Mm-hmm. Took him around. Never stuck any drugs in his ass, which is my one true regret in life. Well, I don't think he could. No, he could. Did he have a place? You can always find a place. <laughs> no, he's off the bottom. You could hollow him out, but never did it. Because that's probably the first place they book. No, he's just a little garden gnome. Oh, I thought you said he had a clock in the bottom. No, cloth on the bottom. Oh. I mumble, so you have to remember my words. Well. They don't work very well. But yeah, that guy's been everywhere. He went bow hunting with us. If he can fit in a backpack, he usually showed up places. And then I found his twin brother at that one dirty place, that dirty house. That probably can't even hear you. That far away? Like straight in front of you. Really? Like this. Jesus. We can move it wherever. I'm noticing. There but you I, go. But I did find uh, his twin brother up at a shitty house in Ogden. Oh, stole, really? Stole that shit. <laughs> right away. Uncle Jess has that sitting in his front yard now. Actually, it might be in his backyard. It's in a yard. Yeah, exact same one. Made in 1994. Serious? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just wasn't as faded because it was indoors. Mine was an outdoor one, so it was really faded. <laughs> his looked like it was brand new. But they were both stamped 1994. Yeah, all the same stuff on the bottom. Exact same one. I wonder where they bought them at. Allied? Fuck, I don't know. They probably sold them everywhere. Do you remember Allied? Barely. It was like a shitty, like... They used to have one up on 94th up by my house. Up on 7th East. I loved Allied, though, when I was a kid. I remember that. 
I don't remember ever going inside. I remember just seeing the sign and be like, huh. That's about as far as I went. Was it like outdoor shit? It had everything. It was like uh, Reams, but like better. Reams is cool. If you need need Wranglers, you just go to Reams. (laughs) That's true. I'm going to get some cereal milk, some cowboy boots. (laughs) My grandma used to take me there every year, once a year, to get one new pair of Wranglers. Really? Yeah. I don't know why, but it was like, that's where you went to get Wranglers was Reams. They have cool cowboy (laughs) shirts, too. Yeah, they do. Cool cowboy shirts at Reams. I haven't been there in a while, but it still stares at me whenever I'm driving down 90th. I'm like, I know you're there if I ever need something. <laughs> but my buddy that worked at Ariat always gives me free pants and boots and shit, so I don't really need any. I have to go buy any That's cowboy. That's nice. Boots. Dude, those shirts are expensive, too. Which ones? Shirts? Like 60, 70 bucks for a shirt, Ariat shirt. Oh, yeah. I got that work shirt, which is pretty cool, big and stretchy. Hmm. I try to wear all stretchy clothes. <laughs> Not I I'm want getting. yoga pants. I want to be able to wear yoga pants. Yeah, just rock the moose knuckle everywhere. Like, look at it. That's right. I know where your eyes are at. You've earned it. <laughs> yeah, yoga pants are nice. Oh, shit. I'm not mad at them. I'm still tired from our outcome. I really am. No, I, I can sleep it's every been two single weeks. day. <laughs> it's just been a week, hasn't it? Oh, yeah. It's it Tuesday, and then I left Sunday, and I got back on Tuesday, so it's been a week and, a, a week and two days. Yeah, it has been a week. Holy shit. Yeah, I, um, I've been so tired since then. I've been doing so much shit, just running around. Well, dude, I talked this big game and put pictures online and everything. Oh, I'm going back backpacking with my buddy, and we have this plan to go hunting for like five days. And then we just were gone a lot, so we need to stay home if we can with our girls. Yeah. So we're like, well, we'll just go up. I did not think we were going to see an elk. I thought we'd get one, but once you pulled up in that little Cavalier, I'm like, this motherfucker doesn't think we're going to get too well. <laughs> Screw him. Yeah, that's right. That's why, I, that's why I had to shoot mine, and I had to hit it just to make sure that you were wrong. That car was bottomed well. out. Yeah, it didn't. It wasn't wanting to turn either. <laughs> a lot of weight in the back. <laughs> so we just so people have a visual, we put two bulls. <laughs> in the back in of the like back a 90-something Cavalier. Cavalier. Which has a natural gas tank in the trunk, so you can't put anything in the trunk. All has to go in the back seat. So we had... What did we do? We put the sun visor down. And a sheet. And then a sheet. And then we had two whole hind quarters. So those just went blop right on the sheet. And then the backpacks went on top of that. Yeah, those backpacks were not. And then yours was a spike. And I accidentally broke the skull in half, like trying to get your horns off. So we can put the spikes in a pack. But then the head of mine was just sitting on top of everything. It barely fit in through that door. We were were almost in trouble. Yeah. But that was so crazy. Yeah. Because up there, like, we, we're not used to seeing elk at all. Oh, yeah. I've rarely seen elk while hunting, and usually it's when I'm hunting deer. Yeah. I'll see an elk. We'd see, like, tracks. It's like, shit. Yeah, we get excited if it was, like, within a week old. We're like, oh, yeah. That's pretty fresh. <laughs> we're good. Well, we I've... came. Where we go, there's a horse camp, and they were there last year. But I think they got in trouble for having their horses. Because they didn't have horses in there. And their horse trailer wasn't at the trailhead. Because you're not even supposed to have them there. Someone was up there. I don't know how they caught up to us so fast unless... Because we looked back pretty often. So I think yeah. someone was still camped up there. I think they will. Just up, possibly on foot and they heard you bugle. Well, they camp in the worst spot. Because if they're not camped there, you hunt elk right there. Really? That's as far as you have to walk. But so, that's... People camp there because it's, it's pretty or whatever, but... Yeah, camp in shitty spots and then hike up to the good or spots. Or just hike in. It didn't take that long. No, I... It wasn't bad. I mean, yeah. I definitely was huffing and puffing because I'm out of shape. But So was I. It wasn't bad at all. 
but it takes some time. Like, so anyway, we got there and we, I think we cow called her bugle at the wallow just to see if they're there. I think you started with a bugle. Bugle and nothing, but uh, it's not unusual. So we just kept hiking. And then all of a sudden there's a flashlight like right behind us. Yeah. Like, we were up on fuck? that hill right before we were cutting over to that ridge. And we're like, where the hell did he come from? So he had to be yeah. camped there. That's what my guess was. And then we just stood there and kind of shined our flashlight. Like we didn't need it, but it was like, hey, somebody's here. Yeah. Eat it, bitch. We got this hill. Go to the other one. <laughs> and then we walked. It still stars are out. It's not even close. Oh, it was close dark. It's shit. like four, probably 430 in the morning. I got a good picture of the skyline of Salt Lake. Oh, right really? There. It's pitch black and you can only, I thought you'd be able to see some of the mountains. You can only see the lights and that's Only it. the lights. So we start walking and all of a sudden there was just a bugle. It's like, oh shit, yep. they're here. And then another bugle. And then I think I cow called and then all the cows. If you, <clears throat> what I found, if you get the cows talking, like you got them. Because that's when everybody's calm. Like the herd is not nervous. If the cows are talking, because bulls will bugle when you scare them. Like during the rut, if the cows can run off, they're scared. The bulls still be bugling. Really? But if you hear the cows, meow, 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 like you got them. Like you're there. And so we just kind of paralleled them until it got light. And then. You hear a couple of them down in that little, that yeah, little valley. The, there was a couple bulls bugling, maybe three or four bulls. And one was really far away and the others you just couldn't really tell. That one was so much closer. And when you told me that was the one that was talking at us that you got, I was like, oh, I didn't realize they were that damn close. Well, at one I point, tell. at one point, it was loud. Do you remember the bugle was like loud? Yeah. He was 50 yards. Jeez. We just couldn't see him. It was dark and it was so steep. Yeah. And it was so he right came right into us. And then whether he smelled us, whatever, or he saw those cows, and he went down for those cows. But as soon as it got light, we saw a cow. A cow elf. at us. And I'm like, oh, Shit, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna shoot it. <laughs> there you were. But you, luckily, you talked me out of it. Well, this is how I, I wasn't even gonna buy a bull tag. That's how sure I was. We weren't gonna, I wasn't gonna get a bull. I thought maybe we'd I get was, one. I was down buying a cow tag, and you actually talked me into getting a bull tag. I was like, I just want the meat. I don't care what it looks like. Yeah. And I tell you, I said, I'm gonna shoot that cow. And you said, Why? <laughs> yeah, it's the first They're thing. They're still Hold bugling. On. Like, because we never see elk, like, ever. I was like, I'm having too much fun. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, I'm having too much fun listening to Bugle or whatever. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, some more elk came like 100 yards from us. Yeah, up on that like right cow, side. It was cow, 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 and then a spike. And we like turned, and you were going to shoot the spike. And then they were just gone. Yeah, like, they, they, were just, move, they were moving pretty quick. I wonder if the other guy pushed them over. Because they were, unless they were just listening and coming, but they, they were not slow about it. They were just huffing it across there. Well, and that's what those elk do. If you're not sitting where we're at, like at first light, you won't see them. Because they get hunted so hard all year long, it's just like, boom, they're gone. They never stay out long. So that or that guy pushed them, whichever it was. But we couldn't get a shot at him. And then yeah, they're moving too we sat there for a second, and they made it past us. Yeah, because it was so steep at that point. And they crossed yeah. under, I couldn't. I didn't see them. They disappeared for a bit out of sight until I didn't know anything was even there until you stood up. And I was like, dude, not paying attention. <laughs> I didn't know what you said. Well, I thought I told you. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you shit. You said something, but I didn't hear it. I was like... Well, I'm sure he didn't say elk. I'm sure he said something else. I'm sure he said, I'm going to stand, which is what he was doing. So it made sense in my mind. And then all of a sudden, whoop And it's like, oh, shit. My ears are ringing. I'm like, there's an elk. <laughs> well, I saw the elk go by. I'm like, crap, I need to see what's here. Because we're going to miss out. And I stood up, and the bull was just standing there like 200 and some yards. And I just offhand, boom, I shoot. And he immediately, I got just laid back. Like, I tell I hit him really yeah. good. But I just kept shooting. And I think you yeah. said, what the fuck are you shooting at? <laughs> yeah. That sounds about... 
like what I would say in this particular situation. So yeah, I, I said a bull, and I hit him, and I sh- I kept shooting because I you just shoot till they're down. I'm like shoot him. Yeah. So you shot. I think that nick in the back was actually yours because I don't think my gun would have done that. Well, I was I was still using that. I was on the scope that I was using, and I knew I had it in my mind because I was nervous. I'm like, okay, if something because we were I was sizing up where that cow was. I'm like, all right, it needs to be on this uh, pin. It needs to be on that certain pin down. And then I just, as soon as I, you said shoot, I lined up to that same pin, even though he was a bunch closer than the yeah. other one I was lining up. And so I was definitely was shooting high, but I couldn't see where it went. Once I shoot, I was like, I don't know where that went. <laughs> I get well, you, back. That gun bumps me back. And I looked at my scope, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck. It's got did. a muzzle break and it does that. Yeah. So the gun you took, <laughs> I had my 25-06 four-power scope and kind of brought that as like a backup. And then we had a 338 Ultramag. It's got a Swarovski six to 24 with all these little hash marks for yardages there's probably what five in there six in there five or six so anyway that nick when we got to my bullet had a nick in the back i think that was probably where you shot that's basically what took it down is you know for my expertise it kind of seems like that's (laughs) so that shot at my bull and then all of a sudden a whole bunch of elk just came out yeah like cruised on a whole bunch of them and it's probably like 20 25 elk yeah i saw it was crazy and like a couple spikes come out, and I think you said, "That one's a bull. Can I shoot it?" I'm like, "Sure." You know, I did, I don't know anymore. I, I was still looking for my out because it kind of I didn't see it go down. It like went around in the bushes. Yeah, it didn't go far. It just went around the bushes. Where yeah, you like see ten it. yards maybe. Yeah. And you shot, and it, it was a miss. Right. And then I cocked back, but I didn't go far enough, so I pull it back because I'm just excited. Slam it forward again. Click. Shit. And then I get it back all the way, shoot again. Because I think there's only two in there or something like that. There was only two. So you shot at my bull, and then you shot at the other. And so all the rest of them, well, no. there were no bullets in the gun. Yeah, so I shot at him, missed. And then I came back, make sure because after that, I was like, all right, I got to make sure I come back far enough. Click. What the fuck? Click. You look at me, you're like, you got a fucking bullet. It's like, <laughs> shit. And you, I just kind of cocked back. You grabbed a bullet and just shoved it in there for me. And then, boom. Well, so you miss, and then they're going. And by some magical thing, Three more spikes come up. Oh, he was a different. That's right, he wasn't. Yeah, there was a whole other group of elk, and they just stood there, yeah. two hundred seventy yards. And I'm still standing, and you're on shooting stick, sit down. And I hear click, fuck, or no, it was click, fuck, click, fuck. It was two or three times. I like to say it was maybe one, but it was definitely more than that. And I'm looking, I'm like, because I didn't, I, I thought in my head, it's been since I shot a gun, sir. Well, this is your first rifle hunt. Yeah. I don't shoot guns. <laughs> well, I, I thought it it's was a, the ammo. It was some new, it was oh double no, it tap was, ammo. I'm it like, was all me. <laughs> I can't believe he's gotten three bad rounds. Like, screw this ammunition. And I'm still standing looking for my bowl. And I'm and then it clicks. I'm like, oh shit, I only put two in there. So I just pulled one off the butt little thing and shoved it in there. And, and that's the one that got him. Yeah, you it dropped him. Like, oh yeah. He, he didn't that, even hear the gun You had to tell off. me. I looked down because I couldn't see and it was still it was still light. It had barely been light enough to shoot for maybe 10 minutes. Yeah. Like the hunt was only 10 minutes for us when it actually came to hunting time. And uh, I look over and you're like, you got your first bull. I was like, fuck yeah. I was, oh, my ears were still <laughs> ringing. For like an hour and a half, my ears were ringing. That thing rocked me and I was just sitting there all excited. And then yeah. I had to wait because Skyler had to go look for his bull and I had to make sure it was guiding him in the right spot and I'm sitting there, fuck, what, come <laughs> Well, I knew I'd shot mine good, but elk are just weird. So you They're stayed tough. up high and then I walked down yep. to look and then I, he was right there. I'm like, dude, he's here. So he came down and we just looked at mine and then we went straight to yours and then cut it up. But yep. dude, that pack out was 
horrendous. I knew it was going to be rough, but I'm like, ah, we're right. We're tough. We'll get it. I'm not in shape. We're just going downhill. We'll be okay. But once we had the backpacks full and I felt the full weight of that, I was a little worried. I wasn't going to oh, lie. That, that first stretch we did, maybe, what, 200 yards? That was the hardest, I think. It was definitely. Oh, there was one little spot that was hard. Kind of where we had but a I think side hill and go up. Yeah, we had to go up a little bit. Thick. And I think it's when I had the antlers, your antlers on the back of mine, but they were turned upside down at first. Um, and I was catching trees. And by everything. that time, my legs were weary, weary. And so I'd hit a tree and it turned me. I'm like, oh, because I had to make sure that I stayed straight and my pack was above my legs. Because if I got too tilted to the side, either side mm-hmm. or back, it was not good news. I'd be grabbing branches and stuff and hoping they don't rip while I'm balancing back out. But that first little bit, my legs, it wasn't even my legs, actually, it was my hips. My hips were on fire. Yeah, they, they hurt. Just, it was not good. And then, I, then we had to go back up for that last quarter in the guns and... Well, I don't, people call bullshit, but what we did, <clears throat> so our, our bulls died a hundred yards apart, maybe Yeah, not very if far. that, and we deboned everything, but a hind quarter off of each bull and all that meat went to each pack. So we each had a pack. So I had the deboned meat minus a hind quarter that was whole on the bone in my pack. And you had the same in your pack. Easily 200 plus pounds yeah, it was... in our pack. like Easy. So we'd take our heavy packs down as far as we could go, drop them, rest for a second, hike back up, throw the one quarter on our shoulder plus our gun, come down to the heavy packs, drop that, or keep walking if we could, yeah. then drop it. And then, but we, I picked you up at quarter to four, before yeah. four. We got home at like seven yeah. <laughs> at night. And we hadn't stopped. It and never move, stopped. Move. Yeah. Oh, I was so tired. Just trying to get when we put the meat in the cooler that night. That was yeah. Uh, that was I hard. Was, yeah, lifting, just lifting that stuff. Yeah, lifting those packs Holy up too many. I'm like, oh my gosh. Because luckily we have the the outfit I'm working for has got a walk-in cooler, and we would, could just throw that meat in there for two days because we were gonna cut up the next day. And it was like, dude, I can't no. even, I can't move. <laughs> I know. You said, as soon as I got that text or that call, I'm like, we take a day off. I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> I got, I got nothing left. I mean, if I had a wheelchair, I could wheel over and just wheel around, maybe. But I, like, still today, it's been a week and a half. I am still tired. And I've yeah. done stuff every day, nothing too exerting. I went to a, th- a quick three day work trip, but I have just been so tired ever since then. I'm just drained. Yeah, I am too. Big time. But it was worth it. Oh, hell yeah. Dude, I've already... I cooked another roast the other night. I've already had a couple roasts. I just throw them in the... I threw them overnight so I can eat them in the morning, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just eat it. Throw it in there. I'm almost... Like, I've eaten, I think, four packs of steaks. I haven't got to the steaks yet. Uh, I, I have to dig. I'm buried in burger. Dude. <laughs> There's burger all over the top. I haven't got to the tenderloins yet. Yeah, they're they're Or awesome. backstraps, whatever I'd do it again. Well, we're going to do it again. We'll get cow. I Damn. think... Other than our duck you got with a rock in the canal, is that your first animal? Dude, I have killed many birds with my bow. You, <laughs> you shut it. You shut it. I've shot two rattlesnakes with my bow and many a bird. <laughs> but that's my first big game. I've shot it. I've shot a deer with my bow plenty Lots of times. Of deer. Lots of deer. I mean, I was too picky, though. Back then, I only wanted big ones, so I would pass up little tiny guys. Not that I'm saying I would have hit them or killed them, but I just, like, yeah. Oh, it would drive me wanna. nuts, too. Because I shot at everything. Does. You, you name it, anything. And I'm like, Mike, he's 20 yards. I don't care, he's a two-point. I don't care, he's ugly, he has a velvet. <laughs> I hated the velvet. The velvet is ugly to me, especially when it's all like coming off and it's all raggedy. Ugh. 
I still, I still stand by that. If my spike had velvet hanging off, I'd be like, I wouldn't have seen, but I would have said, fuck you when I saw him. Yeah, velvet's gross to me. I've never been a fan of that shit. Unless it was so You even stupid. didn't want to go hunting in the summer because they had velvet. Yeah, no, and it was hot too. Oh, hunting, that's what stopped me hunting forever. Once we moved down southern Utah, that, that was rough. Getting outside when it's hot. Oh, afternoon hunt. Better wear fucking shorts. Yeah, it was They're hot as shit. Way too hot. There was one time, one benefit to having a hot day. Mm. <laughs> yes, yes, there was. The funniest thing, so when we'd go hunting in high school, We'd I, skip school. <laughs> oh, yeah, we'd slough. We didn't slough and go do anything else. If we sloughed, we went hunting. Remember one day we found all those shed horns? And we came back to school. Shoved them in our locker. <clears throat> but we'd go, in the mornings, there would always be joggers. And you'd heckle them because they were hot. Like, yeah, hot ladies the moms, up there. Yeah, little trophy wives are just jogging out there. Bouncing around. Staying fit. Bouncing around, yes. But the thing was, woman, <laughs> when are the women going to come out of the woodwork? Like, you'd always say that. The women are going to come out of the woodwork. Yeah. Gotta make one. sure we have our suave hats on. <laughs> yeah, we got our we gotta look good. suave hats on. we were going to come out of the woodwork. Because somehow we were going to run into some hikers that just couldn't stand our bows. I don't our know. shitty old bows. Yours was nice. You always had nice stuff. My bow was shitty, but that's <clears> what made it awesome. The Hoyt Raider of Death. Yeah, you did write death, huh? No, of, you wrote of, of death. death. <laughs> <laughs> it was a Hoyt Raider, and then it had to be of death. So that's right. Up on one arm, it said of, and the other one said death in nice black Sharpie. It was... <laughs> It was gray. It was a gray one with black and white little camo type shit on there. Probably 1980s bow. Got it from my dad when I was what, 15. Shooting grand. Uh, it was awesome. Super grand, slams. Super slams. Oh, the best. Everyone switched over to the fiber. I'm like, fuck that. Super <laughs> slams the way to go. And then people started coming back around. They're like, oh yeah, these things got a lot more punch to them. I didn't know that, but fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like those stupid little things. You hit something, it just splinters off. I hit something with a super slam. I might bend a little bit, but it'll still shoot. Yeah, you can bend it back. <laughs> well, I, I shot so many cricket arrows. <laughs> I'd find people's arrows and just shoot that shit, even though that's way short for my bow, so I'd only pull back a little bit and I'd fling them. <laughs> that one time we were up there with Jerry and we had and we had the one with, uh, was it no fletchings or? Yeah. It was no something. Fletchings. And so he shot it and it goes up, up. He shot it straight and it goes up in the air, up in the air, and then it starts coming down and lands behind I us. Know. We're like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, dude, one day... We went up to where we always go. We because we had it dicked when we were hunting the extended because nobody would be really up there. Yeah, back in the day cells. when they were still orchards before those stupid houses. Yeah, Ugh. you'd see so many deer. And uh, what was the day? Is the day you missed that buck the day you found a shed horn? No, it was the same day. I don't know if it was the same when I found Tobias's shed. Yeah, I don't know if it was the same day. It was the same. Day. Was it? Yes, because we went up to that little spot. <laughs> <laughs> snuck in we got kind of close not real close close enough and he was a huge buck and you missed him i think all your so, arrows it was because we were wild. picking he, up arrows out of the sagebrush trying to get another shot <laughs> I, did, I don't think i really i never bought more than six arrows at a time i was a, i was a budget <laughs> high school hunter so micah misses this huge buck that we'd never seen before it's pretty far away let's get that not that he was close. Dude, he was like 100. Don't M me. He, he wasn't was like 100. A, oh, uphill. He was 100. You shut your mouth. <laughs> your dad's lying, sir. So we're following. Like, he goes over the hill. And as we're walking, you're behind me. I'm always And you go, you. what's that? What's what? And right in front of me is a freaking giant mule deer shed. Still got him. He's huge. Huge. 200-inch deer, for oh, sure. He's big. You, you chill out there, sugar. 
Good hell. <laughs> Guess you wanted to say Get hi. Out. out. Good grief, dog. <laughs> out. <laughs> that was funny. Dog tried to hump Micah. No, just wanted to say hi on the microphone. Head start. But yeah, Jerry and his dad were up there that day because we were way up there. Oh, the day they didn't have fucking water? Yeah. The hell's wrong with them? <laughs> I don't know. They were way up there and didn't have food or water. Cowboy Camo boots. Camo shirt and Wranglers and cowboy boots. And a knife. But the one day... The Chad sounded tired, I won't lie to you. He, he looked tired. <laughs> <laughs> That's a tough hike. It'd probably kill us now. I could do it. If I had to. Yeah. Don't make me, though. Well, the one day we were coming down. <laughs> it was in the summer. And that lady just walked out. Oh, yeah. that one. Back to that one. Yeah, where I, the hell did she even come from? I don't even know. Because it was like, it was, we noticed her. The woodwork. <laughs> that she came out of the woodwork. Because <laughs> we noticed her because it was like an odd place for a person to be. It's like, oh, she's not even on the trail. Yeah. And there was a rock there. And she got on that rock and just took off her top, boobies out. You got to air them out. Yeah. They get warm. It's a summer day, you know? And we were probably 100 yards with binoculars. Yeah. 17 years old. Shitty binoculars, (laughs) but they still worked. (laughs) Yeah. At least mine were shitty. We screwed up, though, because I bet we could have come back every Saturday at that time and watched her. It made no sense to what we did, but it still had to be done. What you did. What I did, yeah. Because finally, just, hey, nice tits. It, uh, she covered up and ran. She didn't like it that much. I thought it would work. My game as a 16, 17-year-old, I guess, <laughs> needed a little work. You no, got to start somewhere, though. They want it. You just got to tell them they want it. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> and the other time we were doing the animal distress call, freaking people out, too, because it sounded just oh, like a crying baby. One time I thought we were going to get in trouble because <laughs> those dudes were... We had a distress call, and it, you can make it sound like a baby. And we were making it sound... <laughs> yeah, and then, you shut up, or I'll kill both of you. Like, yelling that at each other, too. We're in camel hiding in bushes. People I mean, don't know where the fuck we are, but they can hear that shit for sure. Yeah. So they're jogging, and they hear, <laughs> you shut up. You make that baby shut up, too. And most people would just run away. But there was a group of guys that came hiking up. That's right. I forgot about to that. To figure it out, I'm like... Dude, I'm just going to start walking down, and I'll run into them, and I'll tell them that I walked up here, too, to see what was going on. It was a bunch of kids. So I started walking down. Well, they didn't see me until they got, like, five feet from me, and I was even waving. Oh, that's right, right, because you were they were on the trail, and you were cutting down to it. Yeah. I'm like, can you hear that shit? <laughs> like, yeah, is everything okay? I said, yeah, it's some stupid kids. Everything's okay then. Yeah, yeah, we're, it's all good. They're just being assholes. <laughs> and then we came down. We were the assholes. Yeah. That's usually the case. Those good times up there, though. Remember that one time we ran into that Gary guy, guy that uh, ah. the guy that we went to church with. Yeah. And uh, all of a sudden, we didn't see it till later. All of a sudden, we're like, "Damn, there's a skunk up here. It just stunk really bad." Then you see his ass running down the hill because <laughs> he was smart enough to hit it with a fucking rock. Yeah. And he thought it went well. And it just it was oh, like it was, burning our oh, eyes. Oh, it was bad. We were way too close. And if you're gonna do it, <laughs> shoot it with an arrow and leave it. Don't hit it with a rock. Yeah. First of all, don't mess with skunks. Just leave them alone. I remember I almost hit one in my truck, and you like grabbed the wheel. Yeah, you, what you, are you doing? Yeah, you don't. You don't want your truck to stink like that forever at all. <laughs> I can't pet you. You get crazy. Don't. 
She does get crazy. A little redhead. You have no soul. Do ginger dogs have souls? I don't know. I think they do. I'd have to ask her. She doesn't speak English. She's a bitch. She is a bitch. That was a good mountain until all the houses came in. They sold the orchards for all that money and all the houses. Chill out, bro. Yeah, it's definitely changed. And there's like, have you been up there lately? It's been years. Dude, there's parking lots, bathrooms, like all the way up. Oh, gross. Yeah. It's not the same. Remember when we got the Suburban Sideways coming down that thing? Ooh, that was the scary. Ice? That puckered my butthole. Yeah. I will not lie. Because you'd borrowed the Suburban. Yeah, it took it Because it was bad parents. roads. Yeah, it was 4x4. Four four. We couldn't get, yeah. the, couldn't get the Rustang up there. And I think at the time, you still only had the, was it the Audi? That little the Audi. That little rear or front wheel drive Audi or whatever. So we didn't have vehicles at the time, so I borrowed that uh, the parents' big old Bodie Suburban, like 1988 <laughs> Suburban. We're going up the road, and it's an S Going up was fine. Was it coming down? It was coming down. That's why I was worried, oh. like, shit, momentum. This is not good. And we were coming I thought down we were that going S-curve. up. No, it was coming down, and it wouldn't stop, and it sort of turned us sideways right at that break. Because we turned sideways, and a guy had us turn our wheels, and you floored it, and we pushed the truck back sideways. Yeah. It but was, it's like a drop-off on one side. It would have been no bueno. That was If scary. I would have lived, my parents would have whooped my ass. <laughs> I remember when, when we were sloughing school, we were in the burb, weren't we? Uh, possibly. When we passed my dad. What were we in? We were in something because it had a radiator leak and he fixed it with uh, flagging tape. That's right. We were going up the canyon. Yeah. We were hunting elk. It was a Suburban. And, and we were, we're up going up. How the hell did he see us? That's what I remember. I don't know. Like, but he, he had a work. Were we already on the side of the road then at that point? No, or we were driving. Us? Oh, yeah. And, and we then were... we stopped to talk to him and that's when we noticed <laughs> yeah. it. We're like, oh, shit. What is this? Because we were going up and it, we were supposed to be in school. Full camo. We got our bows in the burb. Driving up, and I see this explorer coming. I'm like, oh, I think that's my dad. And you're like, your dad wouldn't fucking be up here. Why would your yeah, dad be up here? Exactly. And we drove by, and it was like all our eyes just locked. Like he saw us, and we saw him. Like, dude, just pull over. He saw us. I know he saw us. We did just pull over. And he pulls up, and he's got his face like, What are you guys doing? Hunting elk. I'm like, Well, you're in the wrong canyon. <laughs> <laughs> They're not in here right now. You need to go to the other canyon. He's like, Don't tell your mom. And then what'd he say? And you got a radiator leak. <laughs> and it, just a little pinhole in the hose. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. And we had uh, the flagging tape for flagging blood trails. And he like wrapped that shit around there really tight. I think we just went home after that. I can't yeah. remember. We were like, we've been defeated. Yeah. We lost that day. <laughs> but what are the chances clear up by the ski resort? What yeah. the hell he was doing? Exactly. He what said was he was he working. Hmm. I don't know. We'll have to dig deeper into that one. Yes. Yeah, that, I forgot about that one. I can't believe we both got out, dude. It was uh, it was pretty pretty cool experience. It was so fun when we were because um, I've never butchered anything besides a fish, which I guess you really can't call butchering, but I just did whatever. <laughs> um, but we were just cutting into it, and then it was funny. We were just like we had the quarters in the, strung up in the bushes, so we started just deboning them there, and it, it smelled just like a steak, just like a medium oh, yeah. rare steak. I was like, oh, I'm so hungry, which. Next time I'm bringing I'm bringing spices and we're just gonna cook it up, cook one up while we're cutting them. Hell yeah! Give us a little more energy for the trip down because those uh those little PB and J um they didn't cut it and you're uncrustables. Uncrustables, yeah. <laughs> they got flatter and flatter as the day got got on because they, <laughs> yeah. they were at the bottom of the pack getting smashed to shit. They were like little uh, paninis by the end. Well, I was so sure that the we crepes. were not gonna get an elk. I only brought one game bag. Yeah. I brought two. I brought a big one. 
and a small one. I didn't bring any, but I feel like that wasn't my job. <laughs> I, I was just there. I was just there to tell dick jokes and to help carry if I had to. Yeah. Well, you did do that. I did both of those things. But when we got that mission meat, accomplished. When we got that meat loaded in the car, it was like loaded down because they're already the shocks and everything already shot in that car. And it, we get one little bump and it's like, oh, you could feel. And then trying to turn though, too, going around uh, down Parley's. Yeah, oh. it was like the front end was just. I mean, down this canyon we were coming down. That's all right. Everybody goes to Parley's to get to the Uinas. You kind of either go through Parley's to get to the Uinas from us or you go up Provo Canyon. Ooh, I always, actually, I always saw Elk and Provo Canyon up on that little knob on the east side. Obviously, I haven't seen them there forever. I remember when we used to go up there for work, they would always just be hanging out there. In the fall, there'd be a big group of them. I'm by sure the lake? Not, no, by the before the lake, below the lake, down there, just up the main canyon part, past Provo River. Oh, there's really? A big knob. I think you come just below the lake, just maybe a couple minutes. There's a big knob that's open, and they just kind of hang out right on that spot, mm. just getting some sun. I don't know if they're allowed to get hunted there, if it's really hard to get there. But I remember seeing, I, I don't remember know. seeing them a few times. What's his there. name? Robert Redford probably owns. Yeah, that prick. <laughs> Dude, that is the ugliest house. Yeah, I remember seeing it a long time ago. Up above Deer Valley, right? Deer Creek. Deer Creek. Yeah, I remember seeing it. I was like, oh, you could you could do better. Who designed it? It's that? like a southwest. I mean, it's big, It's yeah, it's, but it just doesn't fit in fit very in. well. And Yeah, I don't know. Looks like a Spanish I mission. I he's such a nature preserve guy, but after he got all of his property, then he doesn't want anyone else to have property around there. Yeah. It's like, I care about nature. Well, after you got all your private land, then you cared. Then he cared. Liar. Plus, what that, that show he was in, Jeremiah Johnson's a fucking awesome show. What's that one? Where he's a mountain man. I never saw that. Maybe I'm saying the wrong the name. I never saw the Sundance Kid one that he's famous for. <laughs> I never saw that show. I haven't seen that one either. The mountain one's badass, though. It's good. Jeremiah Johnson. It's, it's good, a good show. It's a good strong name. Yeah, it's good. He kills a bunch of shit in there, too. I'm okay with that. Killed the bear that killed me. Ugh. Would you be man enough to, if a bear was attacking you, to gag reflex it with your arm? Oh, did you see that story? I've heard about it. I haven't seen pictures. I heard like, he was all tore up. I guess he was a Utah dude. Up in Montana? Yeah, he's Montana elk hunting, got attacked by a grizzly bear, and shoved his arm down his throat and just made it gag. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. That's, I, don't know. I mean, I guess when you're in the heat of it, I mean, go for it, right? I'd be, yeah. What else are you going to do? Yeah. Maybe he was trying to punch it and miss it and went right down his mouth. Just get it. Just try to choke it out. Get, take Dude, it if back. you got your mouth, your hand in there, you just start grabbing shit. I'd grab that tongue and just start jerking on it. <laughs> I'd go for an eye gouge too here and there. Pop an eye Don't out. Don't look at me, bitch. You'd have to cut his nose off so he couldn't smell you. Yeah. I still to this day think I could defend myself from a little bear with a machete. A if little I, bear? I trip. Not seeing a cub, but. <laughs> It'd be tough, dude. Fuck yeah. It'd be real tough. You come at me with a paw, you lose some fingers. You might think otherwise. Well, <laughs> this bitch ain't an easy meal. Maybe I'll go over here and find some fish. You do always have a machete on you. I've got a few. Except for when we needed it. Yeah, I didn't have it on this trip. Well, we decided like the night before, here you want to go hunting in the morning? <laughs> Fuck, I guess. What time? Pick you up at 3.30? God damn it. Why did I say yes? <laughs> so I was, yeah, there was one under my bed too. And it would have been a good one for chopping up. Yeah. So we got some a few things. Fish. I don't know why, but those elk love oak brush, man. Because no one likes to go in it. No one likes to go in there. I hate oak brush. So do I. Busting through. I busted. I think I ripped a few things when I was first coming down after you uh, you spotted yours. So I was cruising on down with the rest of the shit. 
And I was just busting straight down. Didn't find a trail. I was like, fuck this. I'm getting down there. Just <laughs> ripping shit, cutting arms. I don't care. Dude, that was, was, I was so hyped. awesome. I had some adrenaline pumped, pumping in there. Yeah, it was really cool. Especially since I have not been hunting in years. Yeah. And uh, we go out there for one day and come back with two out. But the thing is, like, we've spent so much time up there. We put in like, time. We, we, it, it was one day of hunting, but we spent most of our young life up there. Oh, we were in shape in high school. We, yeah. could, we could go hiking all the way up to the three mahogany and barely Without break stopping. a sweat. Just a little bit of water in there, and we were good. Yep. Nowadays, it's like 10 feet. Okay, give me a break. Hold on. Now we have to get up at 3.30. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there's another place that is better hunting than where we were. Like, I've seen bigger bulls, more elk, but it's like, I don't know if I could physically do it. I think we could just because, like, I, there was no way I shouldn't have been able to do what we did that day, but there was no choice. We got the two elk. Yeah. No one's going to come help us. We had to get them out, so. You just do it because you have to do it. Yeah. Like, if I had to go do that now, they're like, oh, here's 200 pounds of rocks. Go hike around that hill. There's no fucking way. No way. I'd happen. give up. I'd be like, no, fuck your rocks. Uh, yeah. I'd be like, all right, I'll, no. I'll give you half an hour. Other than that, I'm, I'm dead. That's true. That's one thing is like, I could only hunt with someone like you or Colton. Because I don't know anybody else that would not give up. I don't know if I do. I love to give up. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but I mean, when I couldn't. Right, yeah, we had elk. I mean, we couldn't. I wouldn't want to leave them up there for something to get to them. And then imagine going back the next day. How tired we were. There's oh, no way we could have went back. I hate going back the next day. There's no way I would have had the energy. I was dead. I'm still dead. A week and a half later. Yeah. Going back was not an option. We just had to tough it out. And then it started raining on us. Oh, right at the and end. Last it dumped. the last hour, thirty minutes to an hour, getting everything in the car. Ooh, and then I ate shit too. Right at the end, like my legs were so tired, <laughs> and I barely got my boot caught on a rock. <laughs> And I went straight down to my knees, which it was right. It was all soft before that, all soft dirt up by the trees. Hard rocks, hard rocks. And it was barely a little trip. I was just so tired. Like normally at the beginning of the hike, I would have been fine, but at the end, I was. Oh, we're going down. This kind of sucks. Ow. I remember the last couple times putting that pack on, just being like, "No fucking way." I know we had to belt basically just get that get on our back, spin over under hands and knees, and push ourselves up. Yeah. And then we'd each try and help each other. Yeah, I, I'd try to help you. I'm like, I, I, I think I'm just getting in the Dead. way. I got, I got nothing for you. Dead. And then trying to get it out of the freaking car once we got there. Oh, yeah, that was a pain. Funny angles, too. Like, oh, I'm going to hurt my back. And I don't know why, but that guy asking, you guys got an elk? It pit, I was like, I just want to say, fuck you. Yes, we got an elk. Which guy said that? When the we pulled up guy? to the cooler, yeah. It's like, yeah, what do you think this is? Yeah. Let's well, see, there's a five-point bowl. Which he's a five point. I recounted. He? He's five by four. Damn, we were too tired to count. <laughs> we were too tired to count that day. I mean, hell, you can see we were covered in blood. I didn't wash my hands up. I mean, I tried to wash my hands up there a little bit, but blood all over our hands. Mm-hmm. The car was a bit bloody. Yep. It was riding like this. <laughs> like a it's not a stink bug, but the opposite of stink bug. It's yeah. the perfect hunting vehicle around here. Nobody thinks you're hunting. Yeah, it's good. And we used to take the Rustang hunting. Yes. You know, convertible. Four banger convertible. Mustang. Just throw it. Just throw a tarp in the trunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> never had to use it, but we took it hunting up there. It was we nice. didn't have to use it in the out either. We never got a. I know we always had tarps, but we never got anything. Yeah. Till you had that Yoda. Did we get anything in the Yoda? Because mm-hmm. we were riding in the back, but we had to stop at that Maverick, and that guy walks up. That was the D Mac truck. Didn't get anything. Oh, was it? 
Yeah, because it was he was laying on top of fireplace blowers. Oh, I swear. Oh, I guess that'd been about right. <laughs> Dude, that was so crazy because we pulled up in there, and to hunt, and uh, there was a big old buck like just standing there. And I told you, I'm like, hurry, put my release on because we were in the truck still. We hadn't even started hiking. Oh yeah. And you put the release on. I got out and started walking. And that a buck came out and I shot it and it went like ten steps and died, like just flopped over. Right on a jogger's trail. Right on a very popular <laughs> jogging trail. And I look over and there's that big old four point. She's still standing there looking at me like, oh, what did I shoot? I didn't even know if I shot a buck at that point. It just looked like a buck going through the oak brush. I didn't have my license then or something, right? Because why would I have not shot? I, I must not have had a license at that point. Maybe or not. Something. Probably not. But we gutted him. Guts right in the trail. Oh, yeah. We weren't hiding it. Loaded him up. Went to Maverick. <laughs> it's part of nature. Ate the deer. Nothing wrong with it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there were some pissed off little yuppie hikers that weren't happy about it. Probably. I was amazed at how fast. That's when I learned how fast wasps come in on that. That one was bad. Yeah, it was. Because I think you fanned it while I was gutting. I had to. It, they were a lot more than we had to deal with. And we still... We had a, we had a few, we were... yeah. Luckily, it was cold that day because it's been hot here. And the day we got our elk, it, we had a kind of a cold snap. Yeah, that little. It was so lucky. Little rainstorm. Yeah, it was. It was the perfect storm. I kind of want to get one of those little that collapsible game cart though. That would be helpful. Because I've always talked shit on them because the ones I've seen aren't practical. We need to build one because I'm sorry that guy's price is rid. Ridiculous. It's high. 600, 700 yeah. bucks, whatever. They can eat. For a one wheel. Do you Let's go get a Huffy. Let's get a Huffy. We can, we can do some cutting. We can make it work. It's going to weigh a little heavier. Uncle Jesse can weld, can he? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, could, we can make something work. We can get those, one of those new bikes that's got a light frame anyways. Just keep the front, just basically cut off the back end and make the front end kind of a basket. Yeah, what's the difference? And you just strap it to your back. It just won't be collapsible. Just strap it to your back on the way in. It doesn't have to, dude, because... Where we hunt, if we can just get to the top and leave it at the top, because we can hike the meat from wherever we get it to the cart. Yeah. You know, just chain it up or cover it with leaves or and something. I'd bury us and I mess with it. Yeah. And then we could hike it up and then cart it out, because I don't want to do that, what we did again. Yeah, there's no way we could have went up, though. That... No, luckily we had at that point. a downhill out. The way you hunt it, we go all the way to the top and then hunt down. But if we had to go... We'd All the way down it. and then come back out? Yeah. Fuck. Going down was so painful. I don't... Yeah, at that point, I didn't realize there was... I didn't, there's no way we could, I could have gone up, at least. But you couldn't even stop. Yeah, going down was hard. Mm -hmm. And then stepping over big tree trunks with all that weight. That's when I learned that you have to make sure it's, it's right on top of you. You turn sideways and you grab onto shit. I almost went down a couple times. You know what I'm surprised is how much more comfortable my simple pack is than oh. that overdone pack yeah and that, i shouldn't say overdone pack it's a nice pack oh it was beautiful but dude yeah your your basic pack was nice that's why we had to switch i couldn't even by the end of, i couldn't even lift my pack i had to switch it's better those. it and was better just, for my back because i can i can lean forward for some reason i could lean forward like this like and get it almost bending over you, yeah and it we looked like i was an old man with back problems but i could carry it a lot better like that it's an idaho bull pack if anybody's interested I think they make one out of titanium too that's even lighter, but I don't remember carrying the pack without any meat in it, so I don't know how heavy it was. It's not that heavy to begin with. No. And it's so handy, dude. 
I like the little poles up top for the gun too, because trying to yeah. balance the gun on my shoulder, I was always afraid I was going to knock it on something. So I had to strap it across my back and then wiggle through and make sure I wasn't tapping it on anything. You're but pulling. that'd be easier than with a bow, though, man. Trying to get a bow through there. I remember yeah. back in those days, it was so annoying dragging a bow through that. Dude, one day I was up hunting on the front and uh, saw a herd of elk. I was like, holy shit. And it was getting dark, so I just started bailing off, going fast through the oak brush. I pulled the string off my the cam on my bow. Oh, no. All of a sudden, I heard thong, and I look, and I was like, I'm done. That sucks. <laughs> Watched the elk till dark and left. But... Yeah, we should figure out some kind of... Because you can't take horses. You can't take anything where we were. Let's just take goats. We'll just have a herd of baby goats. You can't take goats. Baby goats? <laughs> I don't know about baby goats. Maybe. They're so adorable. We'll need a hundred of them. Like goats them. would be badass. People like them. Goats are so fun. They, they have such fun. good personality. You smack them around a little bit, they headbutt you, you get in fights, it's great. <laughs> Do you remember the goats we had? You. When did you have yeah, goats? I had, we had two pygmy goats. In Bluffdale? Yeah. Colton named them Eminem and Snoop Goaty Goat. I sure as hell don't remember that. They they would get out all the time. We couldn't keep them in. Awesome. Goes One day they ran up to Bard's and chased your house? from our house, chased the Earhart's dog into their house and was fucking up their dog inside their house. That's awesome. How the hell do I not remember that? <laughs> I don't know. It might have been after we left. We might not even been living here. We might have been living in who the hell knows where we were living. I bet you it was after college. Cause I, that's a pretty fun story that I would not forget. Yeah, they were awesome. Goats are cool. I remember we were down at Mater's house in Tokerville, or his dad's place. They had one big goat and a little goat, and the little goat had a little um, little sleeve, not a sleeve, but a little string, rope tied from one uh, front leg and one back leg. I think it was crisscross, maybe it was just front to back, I'm not sure, just so it can't get momentum because it can jump over anything. It was, it was oh, like a, really? It was like a five-foot fence, and it would just get out, so they had to put a tether on there so it couldn't uh, <laughs> escape. And he was adorable. It was a little guy. And then there's the big goat, and I was getting annoyed. I'm like, why is this goat not trying to headbutt me? He's like, he likes you. He only headbutts people he doesn't like. So I just slapped him on the side of that. Not hard, but enough <laughs> for him to not like me. And then he's got the crazy look in his eye, and his eyes would roll back a little bit, and then he just headbutt me from like the side. He'd walk up next to me, and his head would start shaking. He'd wind back. <laughs> the rest of the time, I couldn't, I couldn't get him to stop after that. He was really? Like, I don't like you anymore. I'm going to headbutt you till you leave. Cross the line. It was fun, though. Goats are awesome. <laughs> Goats have personality. They're cool. They are pretty cool. We'll have to figure something out for next year. If I'm here. You'll be here. Maybe. I'm going to have to get a gun. I think I, I think my bow my bow hunting days are probably just for fish from now on. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, I like bow hunting, but my shot, and then you get the wind, you have to worry about it. I just don't want to hurt, hurt an animal, let it run around bleeding and suffering. At least with that shot that I finally hit him with. He dropped him like a oh, sack dude. of shit. And he well, a 250 green bullet. He didn't know he was being hunting. Hunted. Not at all. They had no idea we were there. And he was done. It, I agree. I agree. Because we, dude, Cause lived we still for bow hunting. Yeah. Lived for it. And now I just can't. I have a hard time getting excited about it. Well, it's now that you say it's like trendy and shit. It's like, uh, I don't like that. There's as many. Stop. Dude, how many people did we see up there? One guy with a flashlight. Yeah. Bow hunt. I was up there crawling with people. Mm. And I, I don't know I don't know the difference. It's, well, even it's weird. for like that, what was that bow? I was looking at Shields that one time. Was it? It might have been a Matthews or something else. It was a real nice black one, but it was like twelve hundred bucks. I'm like, shit, I can get a gun for that. All the accessories mm-hmm. for a bow to get it outfitted right. That's that's not cheap. Well, even if even though, just because you have a gun doesn't mean you have to hunt like a rifle hunter. Yeah. Like most of the elk I've killed are under two hundred yards. Most of them are under hundred yards with my rifle. That's the way to do it. And it's just 
you know, done. Let's get used to that. You know, when we were, we were younger, you'd always see the people that were hunting with rifles. They'd be on their four-wheelers or trucks, and they just rode It was hunting. annoying. There's so many people just road hunting. You just go yep. 100 yards up the hill, there's no one there. Yep. So, yeah, I guess that makes sense. You can hunt like a bowman with a rifle. For sure. There's we no did. reason we can't. That's, That's what, we, what did. we did when we got ours. I mean, we could have got closer. We just didn't have oh, to. Oh, yeah. We definitely could have got closer. They didn't yeah. know what was going on until the shots were ringing out. Ringing out. Well, I was surprised you didn't lose a lot of meat on your bull. Hmm. Like, I would think this big gun would just blow a giant hole. It was just a hole. Yeah, it wasn't It wasn't too bad. And that was a three thirty eight Ultramag 250 grain bullet. It was a pretty wicked little bullet. Yeah, but which we found yours. We never found my bullets. Yeah, we just randomly found it when we were cutting out, like, doing the quarter. Yep. Found, the, found the slug, still have the shell. Then I've got the two little spikes. I'm going to turn into little fillet blades for for gutting the next one. <laughs> yeah. We have to do it next year, I think. Yeah, we will. And I think we should try to go into that good spot and try and camp for a couple of days. And, like, take it easy. Yeah, I definitely want to do some camping. Because they've got, like, uh, those teepees, put a little wood stove in it. That would be the shit. Hell yeah. You know what's and, fun too is I love taking out the good old fashioned, um, I guess the weather be permitting, but the uh, hammocks. Hammocks are nice. Those are pretty cool. Let's get something to cover the top of you. That'd be cool too. Remember we were building that uh, that cabin for the, that dude up <laughs> yes. at Otter Creek and the coyotes came in and were sniffing your ass in the middle of the night in our hammocks? Yeah. That was funny. Wasn't Hubbard there? Yeah, me, you, and Hubs. I remember that. I was told there was tons of rattlesnakes up there, so I was all excited. I was going to kill some rattlesnakes. I didn't see a single one. <laughs> Tons of coyotes. Well, there was two Tons little, of coyotes. Two little dens of them up there. Tried to drive up there, and then I got mad because I was in my Dodge, and I was scratching the shit out of it, and it was a four-wheeler trail. I'm like, fuck this. We're done hunting. <laughs> well, we had strung our hat. Was there a three-car garage? Yeah, it was a giant bay. Yeah, yeah giant. Strung. And so we just <laughs> knocked holes with a hammer through the uh, sheeting. We just wrapped around studs. Somebody had a somebody had to knock a hole. I remember somebody we were knocked a hole. Building that place, there's no way I'd put a hole in it. And if you did, fuck that. That's annoying because I had to fix it. <laughs> well, maybe I did, and then I got in trouble. I think we were just between the bays. They just had those big, those big uh, load bearing studs between. I think we we're just all in each one bay. I remember you, the guy came up and was like pissed off at the way it looked. No remember, because no he didn't understand that the porch didn't go all the way around the house. He didn't like the way it ended. You're like, well, that's the end of the house. Like, <laughs> you can wrap it around, but you've got to completely add on to your cabin. I don't remember talking to him, but yeah, the house goes up to there, and then the port, the the porch, you can just do a little roof around there and the, yeah. the posts and stuff. But they came in right in the garage, right? I you can see us. you can see the tracks. They were all over. There was a few of them that came in. You can see there. Have they're you sizing heard, us up? I remember punching one as a kid. We were elk hunting in a tent, and it was sniffing like. You could see it like pushing its nose in the tent, like, and I just went and hit it. Right. But it, I got so scared. I wasn't scared before, but afterwards, I almost started crying because I was a little kid and I was like, <laughs> Dad, a coyote came in. Never run into a coyote before. I've seen him out there. You remember that mountain lion that came freaking that chasing trippy. us? That was scary how fast Dude. they can close ground. Holy shit. Well, who were, it was me, you, and Jerry and I think Dan. There was a few of us. Was there four was of at us? At least four of us and one mountain lion, and he didn't give a shit. He was coming towards well, it was us. was a female because the next day I was up there and heard the kittens. Oh, really? But we were just like sitting there looking for deer, and I saw something go like just 
And I said, oh, guys, we got a deer. And then I went to the next little bush. I was sitting on a rock at some yeah. point, and to dive off that rock was a jump. Yeah. Ooh, it was probably at least 15 feet in the air and then down to it. Down to it was, but he was probably at least, what, six, 700 yards to start? And to within start, a minute, he was within 100. Within 100. And then he just laid on that rock as flat and low as she could get and just stared at us. Well, and the little tail was just like. It was scary too because right next to us was that oak brush and that oak brush went all the way up to where she was so she could get in there and, and in no time could have been to us and we wouldn't have seen be able to see her well we tried to see her because yeah. we all were like okay let's run to this edge so we can really see and it was just like gone Dude, we were going down I had, I had an arrow knocked and all that that was wild man but the next it was either next day or the day after i went back up because that was like a good deer spot and you could hear little kittens <laughs> Down below that spot was, remember, that's where we saw those two deer uh, fighting. That's that same hill spot. We were Two deer were, two bucks were getting into it, just rutting against each other. But then there was a bigger four point up around with some satellite bucks. I don't know. That's that same hill. Oh, a, that's right. And we we're like, oh shit, we could drop down on these two fighting. But there was a bigger one up above that we tried to, to get to, but we couldn't get close because of those little tiny bucks that were watching out for him. Were you there when we walked up on the dead buck? Doesn't sound familiar. Like so. we just walked up and there's this big buck. It was dead. I'm like, what the crap? And like then, someone hunted it or? Yeah. And then a guy came walking up. He's like, oh, there he is. I'm like, did you just shoot that? He's like, yeah, like seconds ago. You didn't see it? And I've been sitting there the whole time. Like, no. Oh, wow. It just like, maybe it was me and Colton like ran towards us and died. And then we had just randomly got up to start hiking and there's this deer. <laughs> it was a big deer though. I remember me and, I think it was me and Colton up there one time. He was mad because there was a three-point I wasn't shooting. It was a big three. Actually, maybe I did shoot at it, but it might have taken some effort to talk me into it. But it was funny, or maybe it was a different time. We were walking, either way, we were walking up in the snow. It was, you or your brother was with me, and we were walking on top of this snow. Snow was packed. It was good. We were walking on top, and then we were seeing these deer, and these deer were chest deep. Their deer were so heavy, they were sinking through it. But you guys were on top. We were walking right on top, no problem, and these deer are sinking through. I'm like, man, how big are those damn deer that they're just dropping through that, no problem. Hmm. And you got close enough to shoot? No. Oh. They were they were ridges away. We could see them, but we'd walk up there, and they were pounding through. And we had, and it's not like you had to walk soft. We could just walk just fine. And those deer were just dropping down through it. I remember the day you pushed somebody's little brother in the oak brush. It's Phil's little brother. <laughs> yeah. He was annoying as shit. Why would you bring your little brother that won't shut up? He was throwing Punching. rocks, wasn't he? Yeah, he was throwing rocks. Just making noise, and he was starting to throw them at me. I'm like, little fucker, and I grabbed him and chucked him downhill into some oak brush. <laughs> yeah. I think it took a minute for him and Phil to get him out. But that day, that's the biggest deer I've ever seen still in my life. Mm. Never seen a deer bigger than that. I've never had a deer make me like, <gasps> like not breathe, but that one did. No drop times or whatever. He was huge. Huge. Yeah, there were some big deer up there. I wonder where they all went, because I know they're not hanging around with all those houses and all that pressure. Yeah, they I don't know. They went further east. I saw two big bucks in the velvet up there this year but I, there's just no more winter range yeah. like the, I, there just can't be as many deer as there used to be yeah they used to drop down to the golf course and then the orchards to eat but now yeah. there's nowhere to go nowhere to go it's amazing there's still even deer up there to me yeah because they have to come down at some point because uh, it just gets too cold up there they just got yeah. pushed somewhere else I wonder where but people get huge bucks out of there every single year still yeah, that place was crawling by the end. That wasn't fun. Yeah. I'm going to watch out for people. I've got a deer tag up there this year, and I don't know. It'll go good or it'll suck. <laughs> Either way, I usually don't have a bad time hunting. No, it's a good time. I was going to ask you, too, because this is the first time you've been back into it. 
And after going through that whole process, what would you buy? Like what gear would you say? Like if somebody's going to get into hunting, because you've experienced it where you had stuff and then you didn't have stuff and now you're going to get into it. And after going out elk hunting, hiking, getting one, packing them out. As far as like stuff like getting a gun or getting a bow? Gun, knives, packs, boots. Like what would you do? Like what did we use that was like, I want one of those. And what would you be like, nah, that's not worth it. Dude, that scope was probably like, like that rifle with that scope on it was legit. You got the two little resting stick and shit. That was legit. That is nice. And then having a pack. I don't have a framer pack. I always just had like a camo pack that was, you know, I always just kind of got what was cheap, found it. Right. Because you've always had everything. and You're always the guy that find the deer. I just, I just go with you and tag along. And so you always had the equipment. But yeah, that, that scope was awesome. Rifle was awesome. Having those packs was awesome. I'll tell you what, like I talked a big game that I was going to bring my 300 Win Mag this year because I can shoot it good and it's a big gun. Mm-hmm. But I just, I didn't have money to get a scope for it. So I took my 25 out six, which most people would say is too small. And it is small. Like it's probably not, I wouldn't recommend it as an elk rifle, but if you can shoot straight, it's fine. Yeah. As long as you got that sighted, and that was nice. The gun was already sighted in. The scope was great. I did. It was, I got up there and when I missed, it's cause I missed, I was, right. I was lining up on the wrong crosshair and all that. And I was nervous and all that. Well, everything happened so quick too. It was, and it was quick. I mean, it was a nice probably hour hike in. Something mm-hmm. like that, nice and quiet, moving. And slow. Yeah, and, uh, and then all of a sudden, within ten minutes, we both had a had a bowl down. So scope, I wouldn't get the six to twenty four. It's too much. Yeah, I, you definitely don't need what I had. It was nice, but but I liked I like how it had the, the multiple ballistic. cross I, yeah. the multiple crosshairs, and then on top it told you what it was sighted in for on each one, and you just had the range finder, so you know right where it's at. There's no guesswork. Yep, that was awesome. That's what I love. Yeah, that year. range finder was My, amazing. I've got. Uh, Swarovski EL ranges they're expensive but dude is that the laser one yeah and they're so clear so clear yeah like I found a bull so when I was guiding this year a kid shot a bull and it like went up in these thick trees and I could tell he'd hit him hard and I saw him kind of go down but then it was just disappear this is over 300 yards away so I just sit down not even on a tripod and I'm just looking and I can see an ear and an eye guard I don't think I could do that with other binoculars. They're, they're the best. I but I'm going to put a fixed six power scope on my rifle. Because when you shot, you were on six power. Yep, I was on a low one. Dude, under 300 yards? Fucking plenty of scope, don't you think? Yeah, I, don't, wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be any further away. You know, make sure it gets down. You don't want to suffer. Because, I mean, I, like, I want this meat. It's healthier than all the, the meat you get from Walmart or all those regular butcher shops. I don't want anything like yeah. that. All the hormones pumped into there. And you don't want it to suffer either, you know? Right. Because you, know, you see, you drive past that slaughterhouse on past I fifteen. It's so disgusting, and then you hear about how the war stories about what really goes on in there. It's like that's this elk lived a great life, and then mm-hmm. didn't know it was being hunted. Boom, it's gone. It's done. Well, that night, so the day we killed our bulls, we took a day off, and then the next morning we started cutting meat. <laughs> was it that night we? It took us a day and a half to cut because we did a good job. I mean, we took our time. Yeah, like, we, we did were... a good job on our on our elk, and that I don't know if it was the first day or the second day we had a meal. The next Your wife day, came over. Yeah, it was the next night when we were all we were all together. We were done. We had a couple beers. No, it was the first night because we weren't all the way done. Actually, I came back the next morning and finished okay. off early in the day. So, so that first night was that very first night. Maybe smoke will smoke. Allegedly. Allegedly, and that was like so damn good. It was so good. You can't tell me there's a better piece of meat. Yeah, it was just salt and pepper. Salt, salt and, and pepper. pepper. Oh, cut it with a fork. So and it was juicy, just like, tender. 
I'm doing this every year. Like, yeah. I will do this until I cannot physically do this anymore. Yeah, that's the way to go. So scope. Scope's legit. So you'd get one. Get with- a good a framing pack so you can pack it out. Knives. I didn't have any real good knives. I'd use all your. Uh, basically, I'd use all your shit. That scalpel knife was pretty cool. Just being able instead of having to sit down the and sharpen Havilon. something. I mean, if you're good at sharpening a knife, I'm. I'm definitely not. I've never really got into it. But having that little knife with a scalpel on there, so you can switch out the blades as they get dull. That was handy. That was really handy. Well, dude, we almost did a whole elk with one blade of that Havilon. Yeah. I've never been able to do that. I I bought new blades. They're the 60 XTs. If anybody has a Havilon, those longer ones. Were the nice. longer ones. And Short ones. We took our time, dude. It almost lasted the whole deboning and gutting all that of the elk. Yeah. I've never had one last that long. My only knock on it is sometimes the blades come off. Like a couple of times it came off on us. It gets a little dicey when you're putting it on that you don't cut yourself. Yep. You kind of have to put some pressure on it. But if you if your finger slides, you're getting cut to the bone. Yep. Because by the end, we we were using regular knives. Yeah. So me and Colton were talking about this. It's like you have to have one of those scalpel blades and, and you have to have another knife. But. Yeah, you need the big knife to do some heavy-duty stuff. But when you're just trying to trim up and just separate the, the Your muscles. little hatchet was handy, dude. I want to get yeah. a hatchet. I want to get it sharpened up and I'll put a real handle on it. But um, I just, I don't, I don't know where I found it. It was in one of my garages one time. I stumbled across it. And I like the other <laughs> knife too. I just want to, wish I could sharpen that little hook on it. So when I just get underneath the cape, start dragging. Maybe we were doing it wrong. I don't know. I've never used it before, so I assumed it was sharp, but it didn't really seem to work very well. Just flipping it around was better, but the whole thing wasn't that sharp. You know what? That might be the ticket. A Wyoming knife and a Havilon. A Wyoming knife has got like a super sharp gut blade like that because what dulls it is the freaking hide. Really? Like the hides kill your blades. But if you can just have one knife that's like zip, open them up like a zipper, because you saw we cut it. We cut it down the backbone. We cut it down the ribs, and you pull all that hide off. Once you're there, it's that Havilon just slides through like butter, but it's getting through that crap. And then if you're cutting legs off, you're banging that knife on bone. Yeah. But bone. we had a cool day, and we could take our time. That Havilon did really well. I liked it. I need to definitely need to snag one of those. And then that bull, that pack has been awesome for me. That yeah. Idaho bull pack. That pack was definitely nice. Both of them were the the one the the nice one that I that I wore. Was nice carrying everything in. Everything had its own little pouch, its little spot mm-hmm. where it went, and nothing was clanking around. It was nice. Yeah, but for, the other one for weight, I definitely like that a little more. Can't be a framer for weight. It's got to be lower on your back. It gets too high up on you, and it just, it just. Didn't, yep. For at least for me, you did better with it, but you were, I guess, I don't know, you're in better shape for the no, hunt. I'm no, not sure man. if it was that or if it was just the pack, but I, I had to switch to the other one because my, my hips weren't having it on that. What my dad does, pack. he's got one of those bull packs. And then he's got like a nice little day pack that he just puts the shoulder straps over the top post. So when he gets somewhere, if he's going to hike down in a canyon or whatever, he'll leave the frame up there, throw his little day pack on and go. The only thing I don't like about that is you get one, you got to hike clear back out to get your framer anyway. Oh, yeah. So Any extra hiking for me. Yeah. But next year, I think, I don't know. It's hard because we got a good place. I've gotten three elk out of there. Well, counting yours, four elk in two years out of one spot within 100 yards of each other. It's a damn good spot. The only thing different probably is we probably just won't get two bulls with two guys anymore. Other than that, we're fine. One, <laughs> well, elk, one elk with the two of us would have been yeah. easy. I'm like, oh, it's nice. When you said, like, should I shoot it? There was this voice in my head going, no, absolutely not. Like, we've already got one bull. But you also know that could, you might not ever see another bull the rest of the year up there. So you we're elk hunting. Plus, yep. with our schedule, we're always so busy out of town and 
shit, so it's hard for us to get it together. You can't pass we, it. With it, I mean, the hunt was only, or the hunt was only twelve days, anyways. I yeah. probably wouldn't have been available, so we might not have made it back up. Yeah. So I would do it again. I would shoot two bulls again, but I'm gonna be feeling the same way after, like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll do a couple squats before we get up there or something, you know. Yeah. Go to the gym maybe once or twice the year before. We'll see what happens. Well, people get really into getting ready for it and working out, but that's not me. I mean, it, it makes sense. That's smart, but <laughs> I'm so lazy. Me too. And the only exercise I really get is just, just messing around, fooling around. I, it takes a lot for me to get to the gym. But what's weird is it would only take like three or four hikes, and you start to feel like you get your legs back. Yeah. Like the first couple are tough, and then it's like once you get past that first little bit of working out, it's like, oh, shit, yeah. You yeah. know, you kind of get into it. Well, it's so. definitely fun because that's kind of that's a great motivation doing it on the mountain. Trying to go get on a stair climber or something mm-hmm. in the gym, it's like ugh. Standard all the fat people around you. It's much easier just to be out in the mountains by yourself. I agree. Well, not by yourself. You know what I mean? We should definitely plan it for next year. Oh yeah. I know some people that really want to go with us now, but I'm sure. I don't know if I want more than two people. Well. Just because we've, we've gone, slips, dude. We've gone up there with people before, and some people just aren't meant to go hunting with us. They're just you don't get that the vibes different. You're like, oh, this is yeah, this is more work. This is kind of annoying. Me and you just kind of gel together with that. Like, yeah, you're always the one that finds the animals, and I'm just the guy in the back trying to be quiet. <laughs> and I'll tell a dick, do, a dick joke here or there. Well, dude, we have fun all the time. Yeah, we're, we're laughing on the fucking hike in. Yeah. That's what I love about it. Yeah, I'm there for the entertainment value. Skyler's the hunter. <laughs> He's yeah, the guide. I don't know about that. That's why I found that big that big um, shed horn back in the day because you're looking for deer and I'm just looking not to step on shit. I'm like, oh, what's that? And it was just right by my foot. That's the only reason I saw it. If it was four feet away, I wouldn't have seen shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Lots of, lots of good times hunting. So you'd get a frame pack, you think? I think so. Yeah. I think that's the way to do it. Hopefully by this time next year, I'll have all that, all that stuff. I want my own gun and all that fun stuff i make some knives out of those little antlers too yeah all right everybody well that uh we had a computer problem computer crash and we had to get it fixed so we got it fixed and we kept going with this podcast but it seemed just like a completely different podcast so we're gonna cut this one off here and then uh we'll release the rest of our podcast in a week or two whatever whatever works so Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this one. Make sure you head on over to huntpodcast.com and uh, I guess check out what we got going on there. And uh, please go to iTunes and subscribe and give us a review if you would. All right, everybody. Uh, appreciate all the love. Thanks. Bye.